0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. Welcome back to the Star Wars Movie Marathon. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, excited to talk this week about Episode 6. Return of the Jedi, and it's not just me talking about this epic conclusion to one of the greatest movie trilogies. Some would even say it's the greatest movie trilogy Mm. of all time. Not just me, but also introducing the gentlemen who are helping me along on this Star Wars movie marathon. First
1: and foremost, it's Mr. Ethan Wenstloff. Ethan, how are you? I'm doing great, Ben, and I hope we're doing more than just helping you along on this marathon. I'd like to think that we are we're carrying the load with our with our jetpacks, and I gotta say, rest in peace to the man, Boba Fett. for, gone, for now, but never for forgotten. Now. Yeah, gone, but never forgotten, because we're gonna get a an epic show with him. Once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away. Ouch. So excited to talk about that. <laughs> and as uh, Micah's fiance puts it, the teddy bears that inhabit the the planet of Endor. There, I'm excited yeah, to talk about there, them.
0: There's a lot of things that inhabit this movie, man. But uh, one person who always inhabits the living space that we are currently in, right, and now. our
1: brains, 24 seven,
0: <gasps> without a doubt. Thank you for adding that, Ethan. Mm. Is Mister Micah Head? Micah, how are you? I'm doing great.
2: And speaking of those teddy bears, you know, I I just they always warm my heart, and and I'm really glad that they got a happy ending here, uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi, and it it just makes me feel so warm knowing that they lived. Forever and in, in, in peace and prosperity. Right. And, and we or, never the, have to Endor watch another, moon.
1: another movie with them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Story's done without a mm. doubt.
0: I will say, I know what you're referring to, but have either of you ventured onto Star Wars Battlefront Two and played a little game mode? Called the new one, Ewok right? Right? Hunt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you have you ever played Ewok Hunt? Because truly, if you've been on there, you know the meaning of fear. the 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 Ewoks in this film are plush teddy bears most of the time. But when you're playing Ewok Hunt, you are more afraid than you've ever been playing any game. I would great. It's also a great time with the boys mm. on Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. too. But I mean, c- certainly different. Ewok. Is this a formal yes.
1: invite to play Ewok
0: Hunt with you, Ben? Without a doubt. Listen, li- <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. We would have so much
1: fun. Well, thank playing you, Ewok but I'm, I'm good. Listen, sure. and
0: I've got a copy of it. We're gonna make this happen. We're gonna stream. Type down below in the comments hey. if you want Star Wars Battlefront 2 Ewok content. Let's do it. Exclusive content, guys, coming. Come on, come on. But you're getting the exclusive content. That is the podcast for Return of the Jedi. I know we all have a lot of things to say. This is, you know, this is definitely the first one where we get a little bit controversial with maybe a, a few things. as okay. a, a part of this movie. Who knows how long it's been since we've seen this now? With with fresher eyes, you know, new things may pop up. We're gonna find out. But gentlemen, with that, let's hit the hyperdrive and head over to the Star Wars universe.
1: First came Star Wars.
3: Use the false move.
1: Then the Empire Strikes Back. Join me. And on March 14th, the thrilling conclusion to the Star Wars saga. Return of the Jedi. You are unwise to lower your defenses. You haven't seen anything till you've seen everything. Return of the Jedi. And still playing separately in theaters, Star Wars, and The Empire Strikes Back. All three films rated PG.
0: Luke Skywalker has returned to his home planet of Tatooine in an attempt to rescue his friend Han Solo from the clutches of the vile gangster Jabba the Hutt. Little does Luke know that the Galactic Empire has secretly begun construction, on a new armored space station even more powerful than the first dreaded Death Star. When completed, this ultimate weapon will spell certain doom for the small band of rebels struggling to restore freedom to the galaxy. (gasps) And that, gentlemen and listeners, is your crawl for Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. And this brings about some huge changes into all of our characters, for sure. I feel like with Empire, it was more of like a continuation of what we saw. And this is, okay, where are these characters now? Especially Luke Skywalker. But we'll get into it. And I want to get into how we saw this movie Mm. first. I want to talk to Ethan first. How long has it been since you've seen Return of the Jedi? Since
1: Since this time, and how was it? It had to have been a few years since I've seen this one. I'm not sure when the last time I did a... Did a full watch of this was it definitely was before we started doing this podcast because, you know, we we, we've been waiting a while to watch this movie so we could record a podcast on it. So, yeah, growing up, this one was my favorite of the original three and favorite of any Star Wars movie. It's got a lot of fun elements and still has a ton of great elements just on a rewatch. I will say, like coming into it, there are a little of the details about this movie that don't work as well now that I'm older, from a script standpoint, mm-hmm. I'd say, but uh, this time I watched half of this, I watched alone, and half of it I watched with my dad and my brother Marcus, which I wanted to try to do. They had started it on a night where I wasn't there to watch it with them, so then I, I quickly watched the... Uh, not, not quickly, I didn't speed it up or anything. I, I watched the first half, <laughs> yeah. got to the point where they stopped, and then I was able to finish it with them together. So, yeah, super fun, Got got to do that, and yeah, I'll say I really 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 like this movie still. It's got a few things that I want to point out and uh draw attention to, but I'm excited you get you get Luke Skywalker rolling up in all black. Um he's got a good good plan maybe to uh break out Han Solo, but yeah, we're going to talk about Han Solo too cuz Harrison Ford was was late signing on to this movie and you Indeed. you feel that in the script with what his character hey. does. Yeah. But, I yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I also,
0: since watching this, I'm like, "Ooh, there's some things." I'm like, "That's interesting that they decided to do this." And I, it's more obvious once you know the behind the scenes. But I mean, when you're a kid, you're just watching Luke Skywalker face off against Darth Vader, and you see Leia in a bikini, and you're like, "Whoa, okay." There's there's just a lot in this movie, man, that <laughs> oh, you're just sexual like, awakening for you, Ben, in this movie. This I, a- listen, I don't know. I just I remember. This more than most as a kid. For many reasons. Mm. Micah, how was this on your watch? And how did you watch it? Because I know you have special editions that you're watching. Uh so I
2: watching this movie again, I feel like this is the one that I've seen the most. I I wouldn't be able to put my finger on it if you before this podcast. Um, if you were like, hey, which Star Wars movie you've seen the most, I I wouldn't be able to know. Maybe one of the prequels, maybe one of the original trilogy, definitely not the sequel trilogy, but uh, just because I grew up with one through six, not because of sequel trilogy bad or whatever, but um, I feel like I have seen this one the most. Just
1: watching it, right? You're Yeah, I'm like,
2: elements of nothing it. surprised me. Nothing was like, oh yeah, that's a plot point I forgot about, or oh yeah, that shot wasn't how I remembered it. It was just like, exactly how i left it when i was a kid and it's weird because i watched the project 4k80 which is a theatrical scan uh of the the original film reel and the only thing that i found just from memory was the sarlacc pit wasn't cg Mm. and the uh barges and stuff and skiffs were not cg as well besides that i mean the mats may have been different the paintings but no, uh, um,
1: no specific number on Jabba's palace. Yeah, yeah, stood out to you differently. A number like a like the a. Music song. Oh, that's yeah. right. The music was changed.
0: Yeah, Neck was famously <laughs>
1: changed to Jedi Rocks. Yeah, so Jedi and, uh,
2: Rocks was not there.
1: Yub Nub is you not have there Yub-nub. either. We have a celebration theme. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I
2: I did I did remember watching the original theatrical quote unquote on the bonus disc. Uh, I, I don't know if that was the one we watched the most because the original was scratched. Oh. Like the special edition one was scratched. I might have to check that out. My parents have the original DVDs that we watched mm. on. So, uh, But this time watching it, yeah, nothing nothing surprised me. A lot of cool uh, enhancements from Empire. But this sh- movie had a lot of big shoes to fill yeah. with Empire. Uh, a, a lot of people loved Empire. A lot of people adored the... The script and the direction that it went—you—you
1: you feel a uh, a dark Dark Knight rises with this movie definitely too, because great comparison. begins and then you have the Dark Knight. Same with mm. you know a New Hope and Empire. Following that act up is super super hard.
2: Yeah, and, and this movie is still really great, but is it as risky as Empire? Does it go in directions that it should? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's more of a true to form. Uh, a return to back form back to formula back to formula yeah, i definitely. feel it's more yeah. like a sequel to episode 4 than episode 5 is yep. because there's more aliens there's more planets there's uh it's back on tatooine
0: even uh it, yeah I, so you
1: start it, off with very
0: similar shots it'll in be interesting Star-Spider. to to talk about this movie with you yeah. guys well that's what i'm so excited about because i'm i'm glad you bring that up because largely in these first two we agree and are just in awe of a lot of the character decisions it doesn't have much magic of, for me not as much mm-hmm. although i will say certain elements are the best star wars maybe oh yeah has ever been like this movie certain aspects yeah. yeah like
2: a new hope does for star wars like you know all the baseline stuff right and then a new uh empire strikes back expands upon those it specifically force powers it does force things that and, uh, a new hope never dreamed to do and then you get to this one and it's like lightsabers in combat that's so cool y- y- you don't even think about that now it's like oh yeah lightsabers in gunfights that's right, fine wait. but this like blaster bolts yep. being deflected you have the lightsaber throw and and force grab with it that isn't seen until like kenobi <laughs> when, show. Luke,
1: when luke takes out the speeder i always get super giddy you know oh like yeah that. The, the troopers flying towards him and he's deflecting how many slices. Yeah. And yeah. it,
2: it enhances all the visuals. Like all the spaceships are just. You thought that it couldn't get any better than what they did in Empire. But here it's seamless, it's flawless. All of the special effects are. There aren't many to critique. It holds up today very, very well. And I wonder if that's why I don't feel the magic as much, is because it doesn't have. The charm of the roughness Mm. that the first two have. You're saying it's too clean? I'm saying it's too clean, (laughs) but that's not a critique. It's just, it doesn't
0: have the magic for me because it's too clean. Mm. So I, but I'm not going to not get points for that. No, you, you, and you can't Mm. because I, so I saw this for its uh, 40th anniversary in theaters last year. I forgot to log it on Letterboxd and I I watched. Pantapuru. Seriously, I, I, I don't know why I have it on my notes app, but I didn't log it on Letterboxd. But what I remember, so it's been very recent for me. My thoughts are not as stagnant in between watches. But one of the things I remembered just being in the theater and even watching it now is that I was just surprised at how good this movie was. Because in 2023, you've been obviously jaded from the sequels and... Disney has been putting out a lot of, you know, subpar Star Wars things. There's been some good and some bad. But all in all, since 2017, Star Wars had been in a state of flux as far as a fandom goes. There wasn't one thing you could grab onto that was just purely good. And so when me and my brother and my dad went and saw this for the 40th anniversary, I just sat back and I was so happy to watch it and just be like, Man, this is just—it's—it's it's so good. I have my—I have some things that I don't like about it. Don't get me wrong, but mm. Luke, Luke Skywalker, man, uh, even this rewatch, too. He, he, might, he. Unfortunately, he is the best he will ever be. Don't cry, about Wars. Don't but cry. He, his journey <laughs> across the three films, as you watch him grow, especially in this movie, is—is is, that's magical, right there. You taught you talk that this movie loses some, and it kind of does, but. Luke Skywalker as a character, and I watched a lot of behind the scenes for this trilogy in particular, and just the passion that Mark Hamill had, especially for this time. Hey, where is my character going? What's going to happen? He he kept badgering <laughs> Lucas because I mean, and even Lucas didn't yeah, know. Yeah, and he was I love go. the
1: the contrast between like Mark Hamill's like let's take Luke to a place he's never been, and then you cut to Harrison Ford. Just kill kill Han Solo already. <laughs> Come on, right? Just kill him, and he. He came on way late because they thought
0: he wasn't coming back. Right. And then one of the producers called him up and they said, hey, would you think about coming back? And he said, sure.
1: Yeah, I'd be honored to do
0: it. Yeah, for sure.
1: And fun fact is they uh, Lucas tried getting Spielberg to direct this one. Yes. yeah, But yes. then there was a whole thing with the Writers Guild and the Directors Guild where George Lucas actually left both of them because mm-hmm. they were requiring that he started the movie with the director That's what they they told me i had to do that and he's like it, it ruined the you know the fantastical elements of this movie i can't start with you know directed by george lucas i can't do that so he had to leave the guild and who ended up directing this one irvin uh, kershner or that was that was the last one right or he did both Oh, of Irvin
0: kershner no this was um you're right you're right oh my goodness kershner ralph did, no Empire. no ralph
1: mccrory marquand something richard it's marquand. richard marquand yeah. richard
0: marquand thank you yes he did that one and i oh, mean he's I he's had a lot of criticism in his life i, I know him and george didn't get along all that this well this was his last like big thing i think he didn't really do much after this he didn't do much before well it, it was more so like where this guy come it's from? it's like tom cruise now Tom Cruise has the idea for the movie. He knows even the action sequences and scenes he wants. He just needs to find a director who's going to help him accomplish his goals. And that's, I think what George Lucas did until he got to the prequels and he was like, no one's going to, no one's going to be able to help me with this one. Mm. (laughs) My ideas are so out there and it's like, yeah, but this time it's Irvin Kershner. And although I think he does a great job, I think script wise, not Irvin Irvin, Irvin Irvin, Kershner, um, (laughs) We're stuck up on that. I'm still... Richard Marquand. Richard Marquand. Thank you. Yes. I think script-wise, this is very similar to A New Hope. Mm. This is like... I mean, it's comparing a film that was comparing, but like Force Awakens and then Rise of Skywalker. Right. So
1: what the MCU does and how they're able to pump out movies so quickly is what the MCU does is they plan movies around big set pieces. They're like, okay, we want Iron Man to save people falling out of a plane. Let's build a movie around that. Build to that. We'll have a scene before that, a scene after it, make it work. That that's what this movie feels like. Is they mm-hmm. had all the scenes in mind they wanted to do, and then how would we get to all these scenes? It was what It's yeah, 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 like they wanted
2: to have the Darth Vader moment at the end where he takes take this mask off. I want to see with my own eyes. You know, that one. And and they had the Emperor uh, with the lightsabers over his face. They wanted that. The screenplay was very strong by uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Did the screenplay for this? He did it for Empire. He did it for Raiders. Um, he did. He
0: also did it for Force Awakens, I believe, for if I Solo
2: too. Rem- oh, I'm remembering it. Correct. Yeah, he did God Solo. Christ. I don't know about yeah, yeah Force Awakens too. He uh, um, he wrote those ones though. He wrote Force Awakens. Yeah. He wrote Solo, but he did the screenplay for these ones.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Very cool. So that that's why it feels good because George Lucas didn't do the screenplay. <laughs> that's why it looks good.
0: Well, I think. And I will even say, as as good as George Lucas is, I mean, you already talk about how he was so preserved in his craft. He doesn't want to start the film with the director. Like, that's how committed he mm. is to making this world seem so seamless. But I think him being reined in is not necessarily a bad thing. And I think that's what even four, five, and six were. And then the prequels were a lot of, oh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Is it a good idea? Let me hit the it's a Let's lot of yes. It's a that. lot of yeah. yes men, and we'll talk about that when we get there. When yeah, We get there, but this one, even now, even now, I still have like, there are some issues. There are some issues with them. But mm. anyway, to circle way, 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 way back around, I love it. This time around, I think I may actually improve my Ooh, initial score. I was hoping I lie. saw
1: I saw you log in on Letterbox from two years ago, and I, I'm like, oh, that was a little. Little low, maybe for me. So, the older I get, the more I appreciate
0: the things I used to like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, the things I grew up with, I should say. Really? Like, I just notice more and I appreciate more. And I, not that I don't have problems with the movie, it's just there is so much good. And the Star Wars fan that I am, like, yeah, you grab You can, you can watch this as a sequel to the first two. But it also this is, is a great so standalone. much more emotional if you've seen the prequels. Mm-hmm. Like, Darth Vader gets much more, there's so much more substance to his character after mm-hmm. you've seen 1, 2, and 3 than there is in 4 and 5. In 6, that's where it really, and I was listening to the podcast, the Rebel Force Radio did a commentary, and Sam Witwer, who is a fan of the UOX, by the way, Shout he likes sam, that one yeah shout out to sam witwer and he he said an interesting experiment which i have never tried before is to watch four and five then go back and watch oh it's like one, two three,
2: or something
0: yeah. yeah and then watch six because you are introduced to all this stuff the brilliance that is the first two and then you get all the backstory and then you go into the mm-hmm. the sixth one and it's like whoa. hatchet order that's what's so called i think because the we're doing it this way we have to watch it in release order. But yeah. the next time I watch Star Wars, that's going to be, that's oh, gonna be how do you do it. Yeah, That was
2: a pretty uh, classic uh, way to watch it when, when all three of the prequels were out. People were like, all right, now how do you watch these? Do you mm-hmm. watch these chronologically? Do you watch them release order? And then there was machete order. And and it was just like I that. Didn't, I didn't know there was a yeah. name. So I, I learned about this in middle school because we had uh, this like extracurricular day where uh, all the kids who didn't get in trouble got to have this after school activity as a reward. And uh, my social studies teacher was a huge. Shout out, Mr. Perez, huge Star Wars guy. Star Wars tattoo, you know, all the Star Wars memorabilia around the social studies room and uh, his activity for after school. You could pick between all these different ones like crafts or whatever, but stupid stuff. And then he proposed proposed we watched Star Wars in the hatchet order. And basically it was just him ranting for (laughs) half an hour (laughs) He was ranting for half an hour about Star Wars and just how great it is and the hatchet order and how uh, he, he proposed all these different orders. You could watch the movies. You can uh, skip. You could skip two because we don't care about two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was so awesome. And yeah. it, it's like burned in my memory as one of the most... And he was talking about how he was born the year uh, Star Wars 1 came... Or uh, A New Hope came out. So he, he like always had star wars in his life and Mm -hmm. he grew up with all the toys and all the
1: movies it's just so cool because like right at this age this if you're born 77 then you're what six when this one comes out and i uh these guys at work i talk with the assistant principals at my job a lot and they talk about the the moment in the theater seeing luke skywalker roll up in all black like this is all i have to say i'm like what's your favorite Star Wars movie and they go when Luke pulls up in all black in <laughs> yeah. Return of the Jedi. It was a huge that's, deal. That's, that's that's Star Wars right it there. It was. Yeah.
2: That's why I think that's why I watched this movie so many times. It's just the Tatooine segment. Because I didn't make it oh. too far into these movies. Like, I, I can remember maybe getting to the Ewok
1: scenes. That, and, that's and, funny. But
2: the Tatooine scenes, those are yeah. sick.
1: Whenever we would watch this movie with my dad... We'd always start it after the Emperor... (laughs) Same here. Same for you. Oh, yeah. We'd always start it after the Emperor gets to the Death Star. No way. And I never knew why. Same with you, Ben. That's crazy. Do you want to reveal why to the fans listening? For me? For for you guys. Yeah.
0: Well, for me, we always did it because... It would skip over Princess Leia. Yes. That is that exactly why. why we did it. Oh, we we were wild. <laughs> we went right we, like, back. We did a double take on that one. My dad was like, oh. <laughs> well, because we watched the first time we watched it was with my mom. And she was like, isn't, isn't Carrie Fisher in a bikini in this one? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> dad was like, he was totally like, well, yeah. I mean, well, but, yeah, but well, it's, it's, Star-
2: it's Carrie Fisher. You're missing out on the beginning. Of <laughs> the I, mean, movie. I mean, it's Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found out this week. So uh, I watched. Hi Rebecca, we watched Spider Man this week. You don't have to come over; it's okay. Uh, we She's watched Spider Man One this week, and Rebecca was not allowed to watch them, so this was the first time she mm-hmm. was allowed to watch it. And I was like, "Same here." Why was I allowed to watch it? So we called my mom, and she was like, "Well, we put it on because you know it's it's a it's a superhero, and how how bad could a superhero movie be? And 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 you get to these scary parts with Green Goblin, and and then there's uh." multiple times in the movie rebecca said that quote mary jane's boobs were out they were, I, I think there were another yeah. character in this movie according to that, rebecca well
0: listen hey that the, the rain scene yeah it's basically hey, see through
2: and and my mom's mentality for that for us watching movies after that was oh well they already saw it, so it's not like it's not like you could take it back. So just watch it again.
0: Eventually, my mom came to that one too. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and it was the same thing with the other Spider-Man See. movies. Like, yeah, Green Goblin was scary. That was
1: her main thing. Yeah. It was like Green Goblin See, was scary. I, I'm glad you knew Ben why you couldn't watch the beginning because I never knew why Dad always skipped to the beginning. I'm like, Dad really really <laughs> hates Jabba's barge, like that stinky slug. What are we? Yeah, and then one time I remember we built a fort and it was me alone. I popped in the VHS and the tube TV and I watched <laughs> Dude, the beginning of You Little Rat watch Return of the Jedi, the beginning of it. And I'm like, wow. Which was one really, was it? Which one was it? It one. was this one right in the middle. This one? Yes. It was this, this Yoda? Yep. the Yoda? The nineteen ninety five VHS. Wow. Yeah, that's the one we had. And I popped that in. I'm like, that was that was really cool. But then I <laughs> I still didn't know I dad wouldn't let me watch it. And that night he was putting me to bed. And I I would think I was like ten or something. And I'm like you're yeah, like dad yeah. leia's hot no. <laughs> <laughs> i was like dad i watched the beginning of return of the jedi and my dad like grabs me he's like thank you for are you little me. <laughs> yeah but when it, I wasn't was till, you. it wasn't until like five <laughs> ten years later when i was like that, that makes sense that's why he, he, he wanted to preserve the innocence you know, I, I don't know it
2: clicked for me the this no. time watching it uh so growing up i didn't I didn't care about Princess Leia wearing a bikini. Like it just wasn't even a, it wasn't even on my radar that it yeah. was a thing to be obsessed over, right? And and watching this for the first uh, for the first time with fresh eyes, um, what's his name? The little the little Yoda uh, not Yoda guy, uh, salacious, salacious, B. crumb, crumb. There's that shot of him looking down at Leia, gawking over her body. Growing up, watching that, I was like. Oh, he's looking at Java's tail flopping around.
4: <laughs> no, you
2: because won't that's not. exactly what I was looking at. It's the center of the shot. You know, <laughs> it's he's looking down. the the, the
0: tail's know, moving. It's, it's true. You don't. As a kid, like I watched it. This I think when I was six or seven. And you're not thinking of yeah. That and I was like, you're too young. And, and even now, I was like, oh look, it's
2: Java's tail and its movement. Oh, Princess Leia's in the shot. That's what he's looking at. I didn't notice that until this time watching. Rebecca doesn't buy it. As a kid. No, no. As a a kid. Every single time. Every single time I was like. What are you looking at? Oh, it's just
0: Jabba's tail. (laughs) Sure you are. No, for real. (laughs) Listen, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it because I was the same way. Yes. Yes. I was just mad because I was like, come on. Do we have to? How bad could it be? Yeah, that's, I, that's what was and as a mind. kid
2: for Spider Man, like I was scared of movies. <laughs> but if I didn't comprehend what was actually going on, like with Green Goblin, mm. I didn't. I wasn't immersed. I wasn't like fully invested in this film. I wasn't paying attention to it. So the scary elements weren't scary. The sexy parts of Leia weren't sexy because I didn't even understand what that was. Yeah. Well, and now the, watching it
1: <laughs> in the context of the, <laughs> no, I understand. No, 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 in the context of the trilogy, though, it's kind of like. Like, hmm. a huge punch to her character. Interesting cause is, choice. Because she's such a strong character That's throughout. Right, yeah. And it's kind of really de- like degrading to see her in that form. Like, Jabba is... Because we've had this build-up to Jabba. Because if you saw the original edition of this, you don't have Jabba in A New Hope. So this is your first reveal of Jabba. The massive... Hmm intricate puppet that is Jabba. six puppeteers like, for this guy I'm like okay look with at air this.
2: conditioning built into it Crazy. yeah this big
1: job of the hut slug kingpin of Tatooine. you know bounty hunter empire whatever I'm like okay this guy this guy sucks this guy means business he like takes our our lead female hero and like degrades her to this mm. level it's really mm. like if this watch i'm like oh that, that sucks that hurts but you're yeah. like, what is George Lucas doing though? And and it's okay. interesting too because <laughs> well, it's the same
2: screenwriter as Raiders, with and Raiders has a very m- yep, strong Marion.
0: But even that, it, like it, it to me, it emphasizes how truly scummy Jabba mm-hmm. really it, Cause because you get the emphasis that when like when she goes and like he pulls her to him and she and he's on like she's on her. You're you literally feel repulsed because you're like, oh my god. That's yeah, so disgusting. Yeah,
2: I, I think Rebecca got the ick from, from Java. Listen,
0: I don't blame her because it is, it's is—it's a disgusting Like when, he, when he's like
2: pillowy on the belly.
0: Yeah. Right. she
2: like, that, is she that she reminds like of you? It almost it you. Reminds <laughs> on and, yeah. and they do such a great job of making him not feel like a puppet. He's always got yeah. this uh, like living slime coming out of his mouth or his mm-hmm. nostrils and just snot dripping. And it, it, he's gross. His eyes are such intricate puppets mm-hmm. like they're each part of him is a puppet on its own yeah very very cool that that's one. that's another thing about this movie it it's so good at making puppets at making these special effects the yeah. that it doesn't have the charm for me it's crazy mm. like i feel crazy saying this but well it like doesn't like, have the rough
1: like uh alien in nasa space suit on tattooing in yeah. the canteen. Yeah. you don't you think so, this the work put behind it is too? It's crazy because well it, even
2: even Yoda, masterful puppetry in this.
1: You don't even realize you don't like he. It goes in the back of your mind.
0: Yeah,
2: it's so good. Yeah, the quality here is tremendous.
1: So let, let's talk Yoda <laughs> since we're on yes, Yoda we do because need to do it. Our, he's the one on the cover. He mm-hmm. is the one on the cover,
2: and he has like the least screen and time. He
1: <laughs> initially, wasn't in the movie, but there are two reasons they threw him into the script. One was they uh, they wanted to have some connection between the last film, and they're like, Yoda's a great piece for that. And then mm. two, they thought kids watching, and even James Earl Jones says this didn't. They didn't believe Darth Vader was Luke's father, mm. so they needed our trustable, our, our tru- trustable. Is that a word? Sure. Yeah. Tr- oh, yeah. Trustable. Crunchy- little little friend, the Yoda, many truths to con- confirm that. Yeah, he is your father.
2: I love yes. the whole scene. On oh, Digabine. it's so good. It is so, so good. <laughs> I I love how Obi-Wan breaks it down for him afterwards. He's like, Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Yep. And that raises so many questions as to what the truth is. Because he says, Luke, once I die, you are the last of the Jedi. That's and true. what does that mean good for movie. Ezra? What does that mean for ahsoka what does that mean for all these people that are in extended canon that haven't been introduced that are in the books even in legends like what does that mean
1: leia 2 is force sensitive so yeah.
2: it's a lot like so what makes a jedi here does it does is the last step to being a jedi is, to confront vader <laughs>
1: and I I, can, I I i can explain
0: it. it is it is at that point in time and dave filoni has has done a lot to. To make that line still work with his Jedi that are still alive, mm. Ezra is in a different universe, galaxy. That's true. Yoda, Yoda does not really I, to him. Yoda's dead, even if Yoda. Oh, I guess Ahsoka says, "I'm no Jedi." Force Ahsoka is, she not a Jedi? is not a Jedi. She says, "I'm no Jedi." I am no Jedi. Am no Jedi. Yes, she does. That's a that pretty icon. big so, part of her <laughs> character. Yes, she is no Jedi. So technically, as far as I mean, you have Cal Kestis. I think you mentioned him. Mm. What happens to him? He technically should have, would have to him. die, you know. Well, Leia wouldn't count either, not at that moment. But
2: you know? I feel like Cal Custis would have started this whole Jedi Order or something. Well, but
1: you, how about you, little broom boy? You, <laughs> yeah. <but that's> <laughs> <thing>. what about <laughs> little broom boy?
0: That's not talking about broom boy. <laughs> but you have to realize, like that would be that would be him saying, okay, there are no future Jedi either, mm. if that's how you take it, because Leia should. Well, we get to should there is a there is a potential future set for her to become a jedi and train in the ways of the force whether or not that's followed up there is, is another sequels but in this movie there's definitely um hints at that mm. and as yoda is saying this i'm watching this with sam and she the whole scene ends and luke's face is like <coughs> and sam goes that's my face the whole conversation i'm like wait cuz <laughs> what and she goes i didn't understand a word yoda just said and i'm like a word he just
2: said. There were a couple lines. There were a couple lines where this was the first time I understand everything that he said. I'm like, Let's turn on
0: the dialogue here. This is like the, the su- most important yeah, the stuff. Subtitles. You have to understand this stuff. Yeah. I, like and I and I love the line that Yoda gives. He's like, unexpected this is, and unfortunate. Unfortunate that I know the truth. No unfortunate that not ready you were, not ready for the burden you were. Like, I love how it's not just that we were keeping the truth from you. It's that you truly, in Empire, you were rash. You were not ready Mm -hmm. for the realization that Darth Vader was your father. Mm -hmm. The only way you could have gotten out of that is some miracle, and the miracle happened. So he wasn't ready for that. He was not.
2: The Yoda line that clicked for me this time was, uh, growing up, I never knew what he said here. was, told you did he... Mm. Told you, did he? does say it like that. That's true. <laughs> I go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh,
1: yeah. He he's so upset. He's like, oh, you told you that slimy Anakin. And that
2: understanding Yoda's dialogue there, which is crazy that it was added as like a, oh, we got to please the kids. Mm. It's the most important part of this trilogy. I feel that, that connects moment? it. This is the one that bridges the gap between your father he is the the trilogies yeah. I feel like this is the reason why we have the prequel trilogy is because of these scenes with Yoda and Obi-Wan. Well that's cuz you, did, you didn't and watch Obi-Wan. the
1: uh, special edition where you get the the cool uh <laughs> the Binxes celebrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's
0: true you do have the Jar Jar Binks but, celebrating. Uh
1: ex- Ben is resident lore master. What what is the f- cuz whenever Darth Vader is talking to Luke and we see that Luke is a great Jedi now. Vader's always like Obi-Wan has taught you well. From what we've seen in the movies, Obi-Wan taught him like very very little. Mm-hmm. So where does Luke's training come from? Is that all from Legends he's a Force himself? ghost on Dagobah a lot, right? It's it's a it's a great question
0: and one that never has really been fully answered.
1: My my headcanon was always okay, between Empire and Return he goes back to Yoda and he gets more training from Yoda. But no, in this scene but you no, see right. like this is their first time interacting since that moment. Yeah. So what what has he done that you say that's left open? It's it's he does a lot himself with the use of their force ghosts, but
0: a lot of it is just him coming into his own, and that I mean that's a lot of what his character is in this movie. You see, he has the all black Jedi robes. A lot of that is a conscious choice, not just by the creators, but by Luke himself. It's a Sith. This is. This is what I this is who I am now. I am going to be more like my father. and if you've seen the, the prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. Anakin all wears Whoa, all black so too. yeah. But the choice of color to the uninitiated, you go into this and you're like, wait a minute. And the first thing Luke does is when he walks in is he force chokes the Gamorreans. Mm-hmm. Only Vader has done that up to this point. And so you are meant to think, is Luke going to turn to the dark side? There was the title, was originally Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge, yeah. Yeah. His faith, his use of the force or what side he falls on is totally in question up until the moment where he says, no, I'll never turn to the dark side. You failed your highness. Mm-hmm. I am a Jedi like my father before, which is a, a one of the best moments in all of Star Wars. Yeah. But up until that moment, it's always in doubt, especially when Luke is just bashing on Vader
2: yeah I I noticed I actually said this aloud in our watch through was the uh, lightsaber combat in this is very reminiscent of what we see with Kylo Ren in the sequels very like
1: yes aggressive
2: hammering and aggressive yeah refined yeah unrefined and you
1: see I mean no one like they had Jedi temples back then. There was a reason that they could fight so elegantly is because they're trained in that way. But this is like Luke's in a Luke has a little floaty. He's droid. just going, Right. Ah! Think about what training Luke's had in, yeah. in
0: lightsaber combat. Yeah, there are Nothing. three
2: distinct eras of lightsaber combat. You have like the, the prequel combat where they're jumping around and they're, you know, slashing and but it's still very refined and and very trained. Uh then you have the more uh, dueling combat yeah. of, of the original trilogy in episode four and five and then and, and six in six and sequels you have this just battering of, of lightsabers like they're they long so- or like short swords baseball bats yeah, and yeah. I've, and I've
1: always respect respected that even when the sequels came out and everyone was bashing on those fights I liked that because I the lightsabers. these guys didn't get raised in like Jedi temples you know mm. they don't have that training well, that you know, I mean, whatever did. did. Yeah, but, but he left but the... He yeah. learned from who? From battering Ra- ram Luke, you Luke know? Skywalker, <laughs> yep. Luke, That's you true. must... I like seeing the tra- the training in combat, like, degrade. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a cool thing to track, but... Uh, ben, resident lore master Ben here. Force ghost logic. What can they do? And force ghosts in general. Mm-hmm. How do they work? Uh, Obi-Wan sits down on a log um yeah, you can do that I can how that. is vader a force ghost
0: so i'll make this simple because i have thought this too and it's never been totally defined It that's another thing that just lucas never even in last jedi you what what are force ghosts technically capable of i choose to take it as every time we see ben luke is there mm-hmm. so when you see these force ghosts it's as, it's as luke much of a connection yeah. between the two as it like how can these force ghosts appear I don't, I don't think, and this is my headcanon, obviously it's not, I don't think they can appear to just anyone. You have to have some
1: type of force. Because I love, Sam Witwer has a great quote talking about this. The guy who voices Darth Maul, Ben mentioned him earlier. And he establishes but, what canon is. But he, he's a really in tune guy and I love the way yeah, he oh talks yeah, he's about great. it. He talks about how as Luke grows in the force through this trilogy, the way he can communicate with Obi-Wan increases too. That's to what become. I was going to say. Yep. Yeah. He, yep. In the trench run, it's only a voice, and then in Empire, you see a very faint yes. shadow of him, and then you can see him on Dagobah. But then in this, and it's he's like, clear as day. It's like he's, he's clear there, as day. Right. He's interacting with the surroundings, so I, I like that a lot. But mm-hmm. so Force goes. So that final shot when Luke's looking at him is only he seeing the three. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: That, that is that is how I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only he. That would makes be able to me. see Maybe Leia, but I don't think she's as strong but
1: which her midichlorian three? count is yeah, quite low. That's true. Ben, which, <laughs> which three is he seeing?
0: Which three is he is seeing? Is he seeing Hayden Christensen,
1: Anakin Ooh. sitting there? Yeah. Or is he seeing Sebastian Shaw yeah. sitting there? Or is yeah, he seeing the version that fades from Hay- from Shaw to Hayden? Mm-hmm. Which Whoa, version wait, wait, was that a, a version? That was a version. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. You what was find that a version? It. Yes. I remember in one of the versions it does that. Huh. I don't.
0: I don't
2: know. I've never heard of that. One. Look it up. On that I think one, you're man. crazy.
1: I'm not crazy. I don't know. So, I don't
2: Sebastian know. Shaw, Force Ghost, pops up and Rebecca's like, Who's that? You <laughs> know, like, it's the guy from the last scene where he takes the helmet off. So, and he's, ben, That's
3: Anakin. I, I have
1: always, always hated this change that George Lucas does. And I actually I have something.
0: Oh, he's brought resources, No, So this
1: is from Micah's shelf, but I just want to say this because I've always hated the special editions. Mm. Which one is this? This, this is the 95. This is the 95. These are the theatrical ones, okay? Yeah. It says this, the appeal of Star Wars, this is a quote from George Lucas. He says this, the appeal of Star Wars has gone beyond anything I could have ever imagined. I am pleased for the final video release of Star Wars in its final. original version. We can present this with the best sound and picture quality available thanks to THX Digital Mastering. So he said he says this, though. says the... Uh, here, wait, I'm trying to... I read it. Yeah. We present you with the, the best version of this, right? The original, original... Here, why, why am I having a hard time reading this now? No. I read this earlier. The final
2: video release. It's the original.
1: We right. He says movie. he wa- he wanted to present this. This is the original, original way, right? The way it was intended. Whoa. Intended, not the original theatrical. But I, I, I want to ask you, Ben, hmm. why is Hayden Christensen Force Ghost not a terrible thing? How does it make sense in oh, Star Wars? Man. Why does yeah. it work?
0: I think and it works. And then I yeah. will
1: tell you why it doesn't. So...
0: It's definitely a point of contention, 100%. Wherever you fall on this is really up to whether or not you are a fan of the, the first six or you are an OG purist, I would say. That, that, is, that is where you fall. If you are like, this is my Star Wars, this is like like you are, Sebastian Shaw I can see as being the guy. To me, that is the wrong choice. One reason number one, exactly the reaction we just had from Rebecca. Mm. Who is that?
2: Who who is that? If you're watching one through six, you won't know who that is. No, and even
0: now, like, and I under that? I understand your gripes because we've you, talked about you this you can many times. times. You
1: can go one hundred percent. That's 100%. the guy who we just saw die. But it's it
0: so much more effective with Hayden Christensen, mm-hmm. the guy you grew three movies. And you watched fall. And the Vader helmet go on him, shows up for one mm-hmm. last scene at the end of Return of the Jedi. I think it's it's even baked into That's the script. That's the first reason. The second reason, it makes more sense in the canon. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, Hayden Christensen, Vader, is 44 years old. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Shaw looks like he's 72. Too old. Reason number three. It just makes more sense lore wise. You have proclaimed that I have proclaimed that I am a self <laughs> master. That's a back and uh, forth there. A self proclaimed lore master. To do this, if you are going to go from the light side to the dark side, Darth Vader is redeemed. Mm-hmm. The last time he was truly a part of the light side, the biggest manifestation of himself on the light side, that is Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. And when he turns back into him in Return of the Jedi, that is a return to form, a return to how he was. Mm. Now, whether or not Force Ghosts can change their appearance, that's still up for debate. But for so many reasons, I love Hayden being that guy there. Yeah. That, to me, is why I like seeing Hayden as the Ghost. It ties everything together perfectly. It, it bridges the gaps I see this as one complete story, one through six, and right there, it's just a really nice beat, and for all the other reasons I mentioned.
2: And you know what? I think Obi-Wan sums it up pretty well when I said this line before, but the truths we cling to depend greatly on your point of view, right? So your father-
0: That's true. ...was
2: seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be the Jedi Anakin Skywalker and became the Sith Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. That is the end of Anakin. So that begs the question, is George going to go back and is he going to refilm the helmet removing scene with Hayden Christensen? Will he do it?
1: Well, no. <laughs> I. Well, can't. I would flip. I, I also would
0: kind of be a little like, oh, that's, that's too far. That's, that, he's, that, already, he's already
1: removed the eyebrows. That's that a little scene. too much. Yeah. Yes. Which... Makes more sense. I Ben, I think you presented your case very well. Yes, go. My uh no, I mean you did it great. I don't I can't rebuttal that too too much. My just thing it always plays icky when it comes to Vader's like redemption. Mm. Right? This was the version he was at when he came back to the light side. That's the version that it was initially when he was a force ghost. So I just want I, I like it being that way because redemption to me doesn't work if you're Oh, older Anakin you're redeemed but then you're force ghost young Anakin no you are the purest version of yourself after you've been through your entire journey and you're where you where you sit at the very end right old old uh, Obi-Wan is force ghost Obi-Wan you don't have CGI Yoda in there right those are their old forms when they die yeah they've been through the, some things even in the Obi-Wan show we see him go through a little arc in the force and maybe he's not as rich as he was in the prequel era so that that's just my thing with it like Negates redemption where because that's the journey, that's what a redemption journey is. You have to go through everything, mm. and he's where he is at the end, where he is because of everything he's been through. Yes, he made a lot of mistakes, but I mean, it's it's Christianity through and through, right? So I knew, it's but, I know, right? To I knew me, it. There, I knew it. to me, there is no difference. I I totally agree with
0: what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's still that yeah. guy. It's, it's just still that. that it's guy, just that. You know. Yeah. 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 It's okay. still. It's still Padme, before she dies, there's still good in him. There's good in him. I know. And there is. And then you see that at the end. And there's actually a really funny line that Hayden, when he filmed that scene, he said, I didn't really know what I was doing. George Lucas just put me there and he said, just just kind of look <laughs> around. There. And and if I had known what I was doing, I would have played that way different. So that was...
2: I if, love that. Let's
1: George Luke is doing things and people are like what are you doing? He's
2: like all right Hayden go up there and and, and just do, do something. And and then, and then
1: uh, Hayden just goes You look handsome. Look charming. <laughs> do your thing, Hayden. The fans uh, will woo. But
2: speaking of Padme, there was a line that stuck out to me in this film. And it's uh Leia just spitting crap. Plot hole? Yeah, just plot hole question ha- mark. Leia, you have no idea. You have no idea. See, Luke's like Hey Leia, you remember Do remember you remember any of your mom and she's like just images just feelings
0: what and 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 here i have an answer for that as well go back retroactively you can say obviously lucas didn't plan that out as well as he as well as he did come on lucas but but you could say and this is just okay the force but you could say technically that princess leia just as she says i know somehow i've always known that they were siblings you could say that the force even as a child has given her visions of padme and since you know maybe you if you want to bring genders into it they're both female the the sister would have a closer connection to the mother than the brother Mm -hmm. would but all headcanon though but it is all headcanon but that that's where i go to where i'm like luke who grew up on a, a sandy planet maybe with not the most loving parents doesn't have any of that yeah. and leia who grew up with loving parents in a castle you know who had nothing but time to do whatever she wanted would have thoughts like that just images feelings really like she mm. says in this one that's how i see it you know what's
2: not canon though is uh so you you mentioned the line i've always known hmm. did she always <laughs> know when she was macking with her brother <laughs> <Did she know laughs> what he
1: was making out <laughs> come on uh, check this out pan (laughs) 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 maybe it was right after that she was like oh but
0: but you do that that that, that began the all right after (laughs) at the end of that scene luke leans in and kisses her cheek in that scene but that's that's more of a
2: i think that's to make up for yes the kiss before
0: and we we talked
2: <laughs> about how, how
1: Han Solo was kind of written into this last minute and you feel that in the, in the script but also it gives him just cuz he's just along for the ride in this one and that's kind of mm. fun you get hot uh, just you know Luke and Leia have their their scene and he's just like yeah Luke he's the guy huh you just want me to leave you got a big old crush on Luke cuz then even yeah. even Lando and Chewbacca are the or not Chewbacca but Lando and Whatever that dude's name who flies the the falcon. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh man. You know, they're not even in the in the falcon. Yeah. Falcon. Mm-hmm. Pronounced nice, it. nice properly, as yep, we yep. learned last week. <laughs> but yeah, Hansel is just kinda like I mean, this the the gif of him like this, you know, that's him, this whole movie. Yeah. You know, it's me. Come on. <laughs> Dude, that's good stuff. What do we th- so we're here? Let, what do we think of Endor? Endor, the storyline in Endor, yeah. the characters on Endor. Uh the whole plot
2: seemed to go by very fast for both empire and this one i don't know if it's just because i'm so comfortable with these movies but well this one did it feel like, really fast for you guys
1: i think pacing wise this one's super quick it is like the beat, yeah especially with the runtime this one's what like 217 eleven, maybe 14 was it, 214. it was for me yeah. so this one's breezy like you you'd expect the finale to be a little longer and they spend, I think, like the first 37 minutes on Jabba's barge. Mm. Then when that ends, that's when the, the rest of the movie kicks off. So I do think this could have been longer. And you feel like even with the opening crawl, it's like the Empire's made a new Death Star. You're Like, OK, all right, let, let's see what they do with this. And then they kind of yada yada over that. Like, that's a the first Death Star took, what, mm. 20-ish years to build and this one. They're just. Really far along, and they they've learned a lot for sure. Ben, what do you have to say? So
0: here, so here's something though. Consider this, and this is just had canon. Consider this: both Death Stars were being built at the same time. I do like that. Yeah, because this Death Star is much much bigger than the first one. It does it does beg the question: How did they do this in four years? You know, yeah. what I, I like that. First one, it was, and 20. where did where
2: did this huge? You know, military come from
0: i love making excuses for star wars when i can That that, that this is one because like, there is no like explanation there is, right it's it's let's build there was a lego short that i used to watch I, I forget what it was titled but it was it was darth vader and emperor palpatine i have a new idea to crush the rebels we shall build another death star and vader's like <laughs> best idea ever i don't want to piss you off you know like that
1: makes sense too if if this is because yeah it's an assembly line you'd think like all the people they have locked up on andor all those years they were you know pumping out parts for mm-hmm. the death star it yeah. makes sense especially with their star destroyers that they have like which the space battle in this movie super cool oh like this they is have the so first time
2: it feels like star wars like yeah. this is a war in the stars and I so I, great and, and like seeing it from afar from the Death Star, mm-hmm. super sick.
1: Yep, I love the way that they yeah they cut between the the three. That I think that is really strong and uh, kind of like some people get a little problematic with that with like the conflicting tones. But I think it kind of it's what Lost does so well when you get to mm-hmm. a Lost finale. There we go, yeah, yep. here we no, go. He's but, right, he's right. But I'm Lost, Lost on mirrored Star Wars with this yep. where I think each quest, all the characters I love are in different areas throughout the galaxy mm-hmm. it's all so time sensitive you see luke look out the window and palpatine's like your friends are dying and then uh akbar's like it's a trap it's a tra-. <laughs> so yeah, i dude. i love the way that, that that's edited and the way it flows together and yeah like maybe you'd want to sit with vader and luke a little longer but i i think the way it works is presented really well on screen but but endor what do we what do we think of endor and specifically, our little furry friends—the teddy bears, the teddy bears, the, the
0: Ewoks—originally Ewoks. Ewoks. supposed to be Wookies. Yeah. in the original script. Wish it was. I guess they just had lie. an
2: excess of of small people running around, and so <laughs> they had to. It, it was the cast of of uh, Willow, Willow. Yeah. running around, and they had to use them somewhere.
0: Yes. <laughs> this this is there's a lot to say on the Ewoks because does it work? Does it not work? You talk about magic, Micah. Mm. To me, all I see is midgets in furry suits. Like it's it's short people, Ben. Short people. <laughs> Sorry, to be politically
1: correct here, statured.
0: Uh, I just it's it's too much. Like I can go find that at a store. I can go find you that costume at a store. Find- it takes it takes. What kind of stores
1: those- are you shopping at, Ben? It just it takes
0: the realism out. Of it just a little bit because I I just I know exactly how that is. So and why Wars,
1: why does Chewbacca work and a uh, Ewok doesn't?
0: Yeah, because he's just a tall guy
1: a just a tall guy in a furry suit.
0: I've never seen a Chewbacca. The only time I've seen a
1: Chewbacca is in Star so Wars. So you're saying that they resemble a teddy bear too much? They
0: resemble it too much. It, mm-hmm. It's it's. I mean, I feel like I've seen it before mm-hmm. in real
1: life, like Fozzie Bear and running around. A lot of Disney yeah.
0: Disney Plus recently has had certain elements. When you take me out of that and you remind me of my real life, you know, the boring real life I have. Mm. No, I'm in Star <laughs> Wars right now. I'm in Star Wars right now. That, that This is where and I want to be. The Ewoks do that for you. The the Ewoks, they do. It, it's and also, and Emperor Palpatine says it, all right? An entire legion of my best troops is on the ground right now about to take, capture the rebels. All six of them. And this is <laughs> like, it's just... Listen, they're teddy bears, they're Ewoks, and they take down the
1: stormtroopers.
0: If it was Wookies, it would be way more believable.
1: Sure, it would. But also, like, come on. This it's is, fun. This, it's fun. It's like th- this, I think, is still the most fun Star Wars movie. Like, I love like the, the speeders on Endor, the, the scout troopers. I'm a big fan of the Ewoks. I've never hated them. I was even talking to producer Parker last night and he was like, I have no idea like how, like it just felt like we woke up one day and then everyone hated the Ewoks. I, I've, I've, I've always enjoyed them mm. and I get people think they're annoying or they take you out of it, but this is their home turf, right? You are the, the galactic empire. You walk into Endor. I think in, in, uh, my letterbox review, I compared it to if you were going into the ocean to fist fight sharks. Yeah, you're going to lose. So you're going into Endor to fight Ewoks. You're going to lose. I don't care how big and bad you are, Galactic Empire. This is their home turf. And I got to say it, the scene with Chewbacca and the, the Ewoks Aww. commandeering the ATST—that is Great. pure Star Wars to me. Without I love that. the Ewoks,
2: I think that we would have had an uniconic final act in this uh like half of it would have been uniconic because without the ewoks if there were just wookies okay now we've got more wookies the episode three and kashik
1: does kashik
2: stuff wouldn't have been
1: they go back and do it yeah yeah, they go back
2: and do the the wookie thing and i think that's that's all right i think we needed to see a new species introduced i like it i i'm not super negative on it i'm not super positive on it but i i couldn't have return of the jedi without my little ewoks they they do some of the same bits that they did with yoda in episode five like the food thing right they oh give him a little bit of food see what what he does and and, uh give him a a reaction to a human object oh it's just a helmet you know Mm. but you know what i i think that's what makes return of the jedi such an accessible movie for everyone it's it's a self-contained film you don't need to watch four and five for this one it's not like five where you have to watch another entry to or even two entries to get the full enjoyment out of five six is its own thing it's got amazing complete acts each act is its own story and that's great i love that about this movie you can turn on any part of it Watch it for like twenty minutes, and it can be a, an experience in its own. And I think that's maybe why I watch it so much.
1: Yeah, regardless of what you think of, does that make it story? a better movie? I don't know. Yeah, it, it. To me, this is the most iconic one. Yes, from like uh, just all the elements. You have something for everyone. You have a the Luke confronting his father and rejecting the dark side. The Emperor. You get Palpatine in there for the first time. You have funny walks through the little. Little kiddos, you this have is epic the space that makes battles, it family friendly. Yeah, and yeah, you have a little Leia stuff for horn dogs. You know, you got Ooh, something for everyone in this movie. And I <laughs> or that for the kids to just fly. Yeah, over their definitely heads. for me, I like it a ton. Yeah, you did the movie, so, not the
0: <laughs> and and we'll and we'll transition right into the the fight and the end the end sequence. But when that is so good, and it is, guys, the mm. the last. The final duel in this movie is one of the best ever. A sister, sister, you it's... have a sister, but th- that happens. Yeah, and uh-huh. you're like, holy crap, he knows. And then they cut back to an Ewok, and and they're they're running around Endor. It's such a tonal shift from the epicness that is all that. fighting to destroy the Out.
1: What did you and feel about
0: you. the Ewok death? That one
1: shot. <laughs> oh, I think it's I think it's kind of funny. Oh, funny! Way. Like you think Ewoks dying is, is funny? Well, in, in a like, way, like it's oh. sincere
0: and sweet. Like, oh, look at that! Like That's they're like
2: giving their lives for this cause, and you're crying. You're again crying it's, in it's, laughter. To me,
0: it's teddy bears. Yeah. It's teddy bear. Like they're gonna beat this stuff. And a lot of it, ben. like when they hit the stormtroopers, it's like, and the stormtrooper falls down and die-
1: like they mm. wouldn't. Listen, this armor. movie solidifies why they you should know, have never decommissioned the clone troopers, Ben. Did okay. they listen? That why? Wait, hold on. I believe we have a uh, a
2: clone trooper Ooh. in this
0: movie. <laughs> Retroactively, another another. Uh, what do you call that? A retro retcon. A retcon. Redcon. There yeah. we go. Thank you, uh, Captain Rex.
1: Captain does Rex
0: technically appear in this movie for two scenes. Don't
1: was, uh, aren't Sabine and Hera flying around too with Lando? I technically i don't know i think I, I don't uh remember what is that? flying around or something? no but i think the closing monologue of star wars rebels you is know like, what you might be right we helped fight i know rex for it's sure been a while in the the battle of endor mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know if the other characters did
0: yeah i gotta i gotta brush up on my i know it's, knowledge. whenever
1: you see that old guy you just can't help but think look at rex look, rex, look at him there's
0: girl. rex <laughs> right <laughs> exactly
1: exactly but
0: We've said enough about the Ewoks. I'm not the biggest fan. It doesn't. It's not a big. Detractor doesn't ruin the from movie you. for you. It doesn't. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. No, Good. that's not. Not even close. It's just would I prefer something else? Yes, just a little bit. But the I final like the duel, antics on Endor 2. That is where. That's where it all comes together, man. It's mm. it's a perfect cacophony of <laughs> epicness because you have. Emperor Palpatine. This is Star Wars to me. This is something that we have missed. Oh yeah, for a long time. You know, they tried bringing him back in the sequels. They didn't really. They didn't try. They did. Well, they ben.
1: somehow they did it.
0: Somehow that speaks. Palpatine returns. <laughs> but it just these two these two people fighting father and son, and then you have the 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 evilness, the devil, you could say, in the background, trying to twist and turn at every moment the light versus the good places plays with his character too That's... oh my it dude it's <laughs> it's so good it, and then they have this john williams who we haven't mentioned yet i don't know how but he has this theme that was not released officially in the soundtrack you can only get it on youtube or whatever i it's called a jedi's fury and when vader says a sister mm-hmm. and luke ignites his saber he's like no yeah right and, yeah. and then this this epic theme with a haunting like a guy sings in the background. It's like a haunting vocalization. It's so it, it is. Yeah. I was getting shivers down my spine <laughs> in that
1: moment it. because my little brother Marcus is so like angsty, and my dad like <laughs> wants him to connect with the huge moments that my dad connected with when he watched it. And when that happens, yeah. my dad's like, "Marcus, do you know what Vader just said?" And Marcus is like, <laughs> "And then dad's like, <laughs> he just found out he had a daughter." Like, he's like, come on, this is huge. Come on, Marcus, <laughs> where are your notes? <laughs> I
0: love how passionate Mr. Westloff is about. And about he's the like,
1: uh, he's uh that's awesome. Yeah. And the the delir- he's like, Obi-Wan was wise to keep her from me.
0: Oh, Jay- dude, and that, James and Earl Jones, like, man. Perhaps
1: she will. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, good scene. I love that one. Yeah.
0: I mean, we I all the that's the thing. This movie is, is good, but then the finale with Vader and Luke and the Emperor that that's mm-hmm. like that's up there with the best of the best man and i can see how this is many people's favorite movie mm-hmm. it's just as a whole there mm-hmm. are a few things the producer same, parker says this is his yeah. favorite oh yeah Th- there's just a lot of similarities you can draw to the first one we not that it seems that. lazy
1: i got a clip from producer parker do you if we, actually if we want to if we want to cut that in i was able to connect with him last night
0: Let's see. It. Let's hear. Are we gonna listen to this?
3: We're just gonna listen to part of it. I'll I'll cut it back into the podcast. Uh-huh. So the thing that made me first really fall in love with Return of the Jedi was when I did a marathon of the six Star Wars movies, and it was when I did that that I realized that the Return of the Jedi is kind of the perfect conclusion to the whole saga. It wraps up Anakin's whole story, brings him back to the the light side. You see. Also, Luke in his full arc, as well as the the downfall of the Emperor um the big bad across all six movies so when you watch it you view Mm -hmm. it like exclusively as like the capper of the the first
1: six saga yes yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool because when i watch it i view it as the the trilogy capper but i like like the perspective of it being the the end of that saga
3: only very recently seen people apparently hating on the ewoks yes i never knew people didn't like the ewoks right i've always loved them i say especially on that this most recent rewatch but i was watching a video on star wars the other day and it was talking about how one of the main themes in the original trilogy is the duality between nature and machinery mm-hmm. like especially in the first movie in the New Hope you see the Empire is all is in a machine it's in the, the Death Star Darth Vader is like was he a robot is he is he a human yeah. we don't really know And then, He's more machine
1: now than man. Yes, in that
3: exact line Uh in the sixth movie. Um, And we feel that that means Darth is evil, even though that shouldn't necessarily mean that he's outright evil. But like in A New Hope, we see Luke has his machine, the machine that the other pilots trusted in, and it didn't get the proton torpedo in the hole. But now Luke is here. He turns off the machine and uses the natural force. Yeah. The force which is the core of the universe. And then in this the end, you see, like, especially when Luke chops off Vader's prosthetic hand, he sees the wires, he clutches his own robotic hand, yeah. knowing that it's the the mechanics in him that it's the tie to his father, and he yeah. re- remembers yeah. that. And then he tosses his lightsaber away and resists the empire as these this natural connection between father and son is more powerful than the Hatred that the empire is trying to put on them.
1: I I had to give that love because he. this oh, yeah, this cool is one spill of his sucks. Yeah, this is one of his all time favorite favorite films. So yep. yeah, people like him love it. I don't know if I, this is one of my all time favorites, but it definitely was growing up. Mm. Yeah,
0: it's interesting you say that. As far as far as lightsaber battles go, because we didn't Ooh. do our lightsaber battle ranking. Right. This this, this one has gotta be. Ooh. We do a lightsaber ranking. We we're gonna rank them as they come along. We have the first one, which it's the very first lightsaber duel let's me let's just say that and then we have the the much improved i think we all can agree one from empire strikes back you know thematically it's all there does return of the jedi does that one is this the best is this is this the best one out there parker would put this
2: as first place out of everything first place yes i've talked to him he said this one's first place dude and that's fine like that's totally acceptable listen
0: hundred percent, it's acceptable. Yeah. I would even like. I don't know, man. It's I don't know. it's definitely. I would,
1: as far as the first like, three go, as yeah, as far as um like actual combat, because uh, we got to factor in like yeah, we're every factoring yep. combat wise, but then also script wise yep. and dialogue and uh, cinematography oh, of yeah. it. Like I- this one, because the Empire one is so solid mm-hmm. but, for for being a lightsaber battle and Return of the Jedi. There really isn't a lot of lightsaber clashing. It's more dialogue. It it's is more
2: dialogue. It's a lot of force things jumping around, hiding, because he's like, "I don't want to hurt you. I mm. want to convert you to
1: right Jediism." And even it's watching this now <laughs> is so funny because uh, you see Yoda, you know, deflect uh, Palpatine's lightning later, and you see uh, Mace Windu do it, but <laughs> just the way Luke is like,
0: ah! <laughs> <the> bullsing, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please Ellie. No.
1: no 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 that was that was not so in
0: the notes weren't in your version correct weren't. no yeah, so no. i think no nos. uh
1: nose uh context wise viewing this as he a, that word, a doesn't capper of the series how's the lightsaber duel work how does yoda's death work how does Palpatine's death work?
2: As a capper of the series, this is a perfect way to end it if you watch one through six uh, because you've already seen super crazy lightsaber battles. You already had that, right, in in the prequels, and then you had a little bit more in five. So you got the taste, right? And even as a, a trilogy capper, you got the taste in Empire. You already know what they can do. And then this one shows more of the where can lightsabers go beyond just right back forth, back forth. This is, all right, we got a lightsaber throw. We got t- terrain destruction. We got uh, jumping around using levels, using yeah, light, using true. dark. This is a much more complex battle, but I don't think that makes and it better for is me. Is it
1: just me or is Luke's blade like a foot longer? Than Vader's it? No, like the gr- we didn't even talk about the green lightsaber, the oh, way that they gosh. unveil that. But I feel like. This lightsaber has always looked like there's an extra foot on it versus mm-hmm. like the blue one that he has earlier. Just looks longer. It could be.
0: I, I never noticed it, but I I've always preferred the longer sabers. Yeah. Like in Disney's ones, they've always gotten a little shorter.
2: But he uses this lightsaber a lot more like a, a long sword. He's yes, holding it from the bottom, and he's, he's. Dude,
0: I don't. I might have to push back. I I think this might be better than. Than mm. the empires, I I like this one better. I think
2: I like how slow and methodical the uh you know
0: because <laughs> h- how do you get better than that one shot between Vader and Luke? Yeah, in Cloud City, you know, as they their blades meet, and then you have Emperor Palpatine right in the middle, the devil, yeah. and their swords <laughs> yeah. clash right there with him laughing. Right, I don't, dude, I don't know. I'm I'm putting this as higher. Mm. So, Ethan, you you are the you are the tiebreaker here. Because you you I'm did putting, say that Empire I'm was the better, second. right? I'm putting the second, but you you would say that Empire is the best. Yeah, I would I, say Empire so far is the best. So this
1: is overall. It's too. hard. It's so hard. But because do we do we don't factor in what happens after the duel, right? Like yeah. Vader death is not part of this. No, it would right. Not be. So I would be perfectly like the,
2: fine right, with this Vader, being the, the, the best one. Though, yeah, like you can't so far you can't
1: factor in I am your father I into that duel. I yeah. can't factor that in. No, that scene. No, because that's after. Yeah, but I. I gotta go this one then. I'll go this one because they're both just so good. That's that's they the are. thing about them. Because just Vader's dialogue in both of them is great. But I mm. I do love the the uh, way he's like, oh, she's your sister or you have a sister. The way he like S- feels that and the the cadence of his voice is like he's shocked. He's like, he was wise. to keep And then the the best bit in retro retrospect is when. Luke is on top of the stairs, and he's like, <laughs> "Obi Wan has taught you well."
0: <laughs> he has the high he ground. The high ground.
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: I I was unveiled to that via a meme, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, God,
1: that's I love mind blown!" I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you gonna do? I'll yeah. cut off
2: my arms.
0: <laughs> so I, I this one this one's the best one. Come on, come on now. Sure, I would uh, accept it. Before we get into our next categories to end it off. Is there anything else we want to say in movie talk about movie about movie talk for, for this one? Before we get to favorite scene, favorite character. Space battle. Super cool. Really, London. really good. Yeah. Yeah. B wings, A Wings, new ship designs. B wing. Yep. Sick. Thank really you I don't know if I would say the best ship designs, but I love that they all were are letter based. Um the Emperor has a completely different
2: face mask between uh like he has a Weird thing in his entrance to the Death it, Star, yep, yep, and then it's just makeup on the last scene, yeah. The,
0: uh, the entrance scene is really cool, too. Yeah, you start with Vader. Well, Vader has the first one, <clears throat> and then Emperor <laughs> Palpatine walks down and it goes from Vader's theme to John Williams' new Emperor theme. Mm-hmm. He's like,
1: The Emperor is coming mm-hmm. here, <sighs> which is that your man? Is that the guy? Moff Jar is not the guy I'm picking for today, no, 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 but. He's not your guy from the last film.
0: Right? No, he is. Admiral Pitt is still in this one. He is. But he is on Vader's cruiser. He's one of the guys who has to. Too late, run! And the A Wing crashes into the bridge, and that's how they die. He, he dies. dies. Yes. RIP. Mm-hmm. If uh,
1: only they were strong in the Force, I, they would have been fine. Right. I read that True. they weren't going to have him in this movie, but the fan mail, they, they got a lot of fan mail really? to bring him back. And they did, I, and I was like, I didn't even know people liked this guy until you mentioned him last week, Ben. Wait, what's his
0: name again? Literally, listen, there are Admiral Piet P I E T T. There are so many characters from the expanded universe <laughs> that people. I mean, Boba Fett. That's another one who just dies. really ooh dies like <laughs> Boba Fett. where's Boba Fett? Yeah, it's <laughs> just the most unceremonious. George Lucas. I've heard rumors that he did that to literally piss off the fans who wanted so much more from boba fett that he was like oh, fans they want more to see from boba fett than they do the actual characters so i'm just gonna i'm gonna kill him off he's the only off. imperial
2: officer to survive more than one film and be portrayed by the same actor
0: yes wow yes, he is very cool which yeah no, that's he crazy is good. yeah but moff Jared is he's great because he just he's like wait what and then vader says the Emperor is not as merciful as I am. And you're like, what? Yeah, I there am. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, wait, what? It's like, Vader's bro, I you
1: mur-? murked everyone in the
0: last movie. What are you talking about, right. Vader? Yeah, that's good. Gentlemen, it's time for favorite character. Favorite character oh. in Return of the Jedi. I say this every time, but there's a lot to choose from because all of them are so good. I feel like when we get to the prequels, that saying will not be said. <laughs>
1: but i want obi-wan this movie i want i (laughs) want him right uh but ethan who would you say is your favorite all right a lot of great characters in this movie but just because we have not selected him throughout this whole trilogy i'm gonna take him in the spot i'm going chewbacca really Really? love the character chewbacca and uh he's just so fun and he's always just he's a perfect sidekick throughout the whole whole movie like He's like, "All right, I'll be pretend arrested again, just like I was in the first one. Bring me in there, you know." But the way he, the way he holds Han after Han's out of the mm. carbonite, you're like, "Oh, look at that! Look at the big it, dog!" He's like, it's you know, true." They love it. he he loves him like Han, right, Han's his pal, and then I'm all right, pal, I'm all right. And then right, right, he's right. just so, <laughs> he's like, hilarious. I love the because he's so tall and the Ewoks are so short. I love seeing them interact, and uh, he's great. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah that's chewbacca that's that's another reason Pig. why the ewoks
2: couldn't have been wookies because then he wouldn't get stuff like that big guy helping out the little guy yeah.
0: <laughs> that is true that
2: it's would that, not it's have that,
1: happened you know it's the true story of the rebels just mismatched characters and heroes coming together mm. to take down the big bad Galactic mm. empire mm. yeah
2: that's star wars right that's there.
1: star wars micah
2: there's a character that we haven't even mentioned uh, who has gone through more pain and loss than anyone else in this film. Is it uh, R2-D2? Are Raised from a child, a, a small little rancorling. Oh! Dude, the rancor <laughs> keeper, bro! The rancor <laughs> keeper! Malakili, oh, the rancor man. keeper, came out of nowhere. Uh. I, I forgot how much heart he had, I, I take it back, there was one thing that surprised me in this movie, Man. and it was just the amount, the expression, I, I followed him this time, uh, like, with my eyes, I, I watched him, his reactions, because I, I, I made sure to pay attention to yeah. him, and you see him, he's watching, he, he's laughing when, when oh, Luke, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, and then Luke hits the, the button, the thing goes down, the rancor, Rawr! you know, he dies, and then the door opens. The two buddies go out first and is, oh, get out of the way. Right, he runs <gasps> past. <gasps> <gasps> right. Dude. It's that's Star Wars. Genuinely it is sad. <laughs> that's Star Wars right there. <laughs> These characters that who cares, right? Who who cares? Yep. <laughs> yep. You give him a little bit to do, and he becomes more than that. And and that character um genre like that that mm-hmm. rancor keeper becomes uh, a future development with danny trejo's character and mm-hmm. book of boba fett yeah which
0: is <laughs> i i think pretty fun it's a fun they little venture for life yeah so that when the rancor dies this guy is just heartbroken
2: that. yeah and that is a really really neat
0: future of this movie well mike uh I was actually going to take the ring I got him. As that. So yeah, you know what? Another... You take, you can take the. You don't even know his name. The, Malakili. Um The extra character, like the the small character this time. Cause I, I'll go big. I'll go big this time. Um, <laughs> Look at him.
2: <laughs> He's so sad. He's so sad, dude. It's, it's kind
0: of yeah. looks like you, Micah. There's actually a Lego minifigure of him. Um, what is it? You know, it, I cause I thought about I also thought about Niannam, the the pilot with Lando cause he is hilarious and just so dumb. Um I also thought about Bib Fortuna, he's insane, but uh since Micah took the rancor keeper Achille, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Luke Skywalker because I think he is probably the best Jedi that has ever been the most inspirational. I loved Obi-Wan, and even as a kid, I'd probably say Obi-Wan was my favorite, but the more I grow older, the more I appreciate Luke's journey, and the more I am so in awe of how he is in Return of the Jedi. Utterly confident. We've never seen that before. But I warn you not to underestimate my power. Just cool, calm, collected Luke Skywalker. And there is, again, I've said it before, there is nothing more satisfying than when he says... You failed, Your Highness. I am a Jedi like hmm. my father. I'll never turn to the dark side. And it, just how how caring he is. And I, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take away from our favorite scenes because I know it'll be there. But I just throughout the whole movie, he's he is amazing. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm choosing Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, before I can never choose him again. I'm choosing Maybe Mark Hamill, the <laughs> gargoyling
2: Gershwin of uh, from the muppet show <laughs> that's
0: us. mark hamill
2: yeah <laughs> what well no, no no mark
0: hamill uh in, in the star wars special oh, with yes, yes, the yes. muppets yeah yep, yep all right gentlemen favorite scene favorite scene in return of the jedi a lot of fan favorites ethan
1: oh man favorite scene i i mm. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I've said it multiple times. I'm going to go uh, Chewbacca oh, and no. the Ewoks.
4: No It's just
1: like... I I remember liking that as a kid, but it's just... It's pure Star Wars enjoyment. Seeing just these mismatched creatures mm. operate this mis, this weird machine, you know, killing stormtroopers. That's Star Wars, dude. And I love seeing it. I, it, it just... It put it put a big smile on my face this time watching it. And I actively I I, I said to my dad, I'm like, this is so fun. Hmm. This is just so fun. It's pure, pure fun Star Wars. So I'm taking the scene where Chewbacca and the uh, Ewoks are in the ATST. And then they pull up to Han Solo and he's like, shoot. And that is Chewbacca. He's like, hey, old buddy, old pal. The relief that scene. you feel. In no, that there's scene, a lot man. of deep emotional scenes, but that one was like just so fun. Hit you this time. Yeah, hit me this in time. In a different yeah. way. Micah? I want to say
2: Tatooine, but that's too big of a moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll so I'll take the whole movie. So, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to say my favorite Lego Star Wars mm. episode or chapter was mm. Jabba's Barge. Oh,
0: that was a good one. And my that favorite was
2: scene is in Jabba's palace, but which part? Ugh, I don't even know. It was Jedi Rocks. Oh, no, Ugh. sorry. lap neck technically. <laughs> <watched> Lap-T-Neck. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Luke's entrance into the Malakili scene. We'll, we'll say that because you get to see uh, Luke just asserting his Run. dominance yeah. over yeah. Uh, everyone except for Jabba. He can't get through Jabba. This is the first time we see the force not work like that tricking of the mind. Yeah. And, and it's, it's hinted at in a new hope. Oh, you know, the, for the weak minded it. And then uh, you see it work on his, on his pal. What's the dude's name? I'm sure you know it. Which one, one? was squiggly neck. Bib fortuna. Bib fortuna, fortuna. Yep. And then uh, Jabba's like, you weak minded fool. You will not have your Jedi mind tricks work on me, boy. Mm. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, I love how yep. everything you know all the plans are starting to ooh Lando's here ooh hans meeting up with chewie all right Leia's trapped what are we gonna do about that c3pos c3po still <laughs> mm. it's cool and it, it just sets the whole tone for the movie yeah amazing this, this is what you're in store yeah, for. yeah I never realized that it was a forced choke at the beginning too very cool yep yep from from the from the opening of the doors to seeing the silhouette of a black garbed <laughs> Luke, yeah, mm, very cool in his
1: priest outfit. It's kind of like the white collar on it. It's yeah, so funny. Yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, you, you do see in the the background the uh, the little spider doodads. I loved riding around on those in the, the Lego Bo- games. The
0: Omar monks, yeah, yeah, They're they have an insane. <laughs> and I
1: love I love C three PO. He turns around, is like, "Oh my goodness, It's me!"
0: <laughs> yeah. He does that quite often. Well, I'm glad you two gentlemen picked those scenes because I can, then I can you get give mine free reign. I the, get free, good, well, pretty much get the good scene. Uh, so say, allow me to paint you a picture, gentlemen. Mm. There is a moment in Empire Strikes Back where Admiral, technically at that point it was Captain Pitt, mm. comes in. No, no, it's General Veers. He comes into Darth oh, Vader's. He, he comes Veers. into Darth Vader's chamber and he sees, this scarred head of vader and and instantly there's that question okay this is a there's a man underneath there it's a man not a robot nothing else like that it's a man what the heck they don't show you they only show you the back of his head and i got to imagine for three years you're left wondering what could be underneath that mask and just as an idea unmasking a character is such an interesting thing but you're unmasking a man who just destroyed all evil in the galaxy and who has been the big bad in all three of these movies you've never seen his face Mm -hmm. to most he's been the most evil man in the world and yet just then he redeemed himself and luke brings him over take this mask off me let me look on you with my own eyes one last time and as luke takes it off you get this version of john williams he records the imperial march with with a at a completely different tune and you never you'll never hear it again actually I think they played in Rise of Skywalker but it's a very light tune and it's like holy crap as he takes the mask off of Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker now go my son leave me yeah I I, dude I had tears in my eyes when I was watching and he flips Darth (laughs) Vader (laughs) like in Lego Star Wars yeah you were right about me. Tell your sister you were right. That scene will forever be my favorite scene in this movie because it is the redemption, so good, like we yeah. talked about. That that you live in it for one moment. And Luke genuinely, who is no, I won't leave you. There's no way I'm leaving you. I just got you back. There's no way. And yet it's you like, made the sacrifice. It's
1: like I need to save you. It's like, you already have. And, oh, yeah. Mm. I'm getting yeah. emotional now talking yeah. about and it, man. He he's like, "No, father. You'll die. Nothing can stop that now." Yeah. Great scene. Is that also your favorite musical moment, Ben? Right there? Oh, I forgot about that, man. Um
0: no, my my favorite musical moment actually controversially oh, is Victory Celebration, mm. the ending musical theme for Not many yub-nub. reasons up. Not Yubnub. No. Well, no. I do have a great love Yub-nub. for Yubnub, <laughs> <laughs> because that's the Lego, the Lego Star Wars, they had Yubnub. All right, I love it. But Victory Celebration yes. is one of it the best Star Wars. It's a good theme,
1: man. It's a good theme. Yubnub is good
0: if you watch the first three. It's a, it's a nice. You, you feel triumphant. But when you watch all six, that's not what Lucas wants you to feel. Right. It's, it's a.
1: You got to see the Binkses.
0: You have to feel it as a galactic-wide event. This, this all just happened, and it's almost a bittersweet moment that you're saying goodbye to these characters. Honestly, for the last time, in my mind, it
2: is. Yeah. I mean, isn't isn't Naboo destroyed, or is it Coruscant? I'm thinking of destroyed in the sequels from um, Star Killer Base. Oh,
0: none of those planets are destroyed.
2: Are you sure? I thought Coruscant yes. was destroyed.
0: Yes, uh, Prime oh, is that destroyed. It? That they move capitals. Mm. in the sequels to Hosnian Prime. That's the name of it. Sorry. Um, Not that I really care about about war. Come on. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, my favorite musical moment is Victory Celebration. It's one of the best. And it was added later. It was not originally in the movie. Trash. But I really like Victory Celebration. That's my favorite musical moment from John Williams.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take one. I'm going to take one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Micah's got it. Micah's
0: got it.
2: It's when... Luke is saying either surrender or die. Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Yes. He's uh, on
0: the little diving board. <laughs> yeah.
2: And he does a couple jumps and he does a little bit of break dance and then it's great. I'll that's, keep it short and
0: sweet. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Ethan? You don't have to pick one. I'm not going to do Jedi Rocks. Uh <laughs>
2: What, dude? What? No, no.
1: <laughs> no, the what? It always t- oh. the Imperial March as Vader dies. I because uh, mm. I love that became the menacing theme of Vader and Empire, and then you get a different rendition when he's like, "I am your father," right? You get a different rendition of it there, and then now, it because it, yeah, it's the Vader theme, but it becomes like the Luke Vader theme together, yeah. and I like the intimacy it brings where it and and it changes and the way because it's the beauty of music it's the same thing but uh i don't know the proper music term but the speed or cadence or motif motif it's a, it's yeah motif whatever that is played. the motif of it changes and mm-hmm. the emotions change oh sorry the, yeah. that's not the, the motif. tempo yeah but well the tempo whatever it's it's tempo. Slower, I, slower,
3: like the I don't know i thought you're talking about just like the slower, it's lighter
0: man. yeah i agree yes it's such a good moment Many moments that this film had after this were really good. (laughs) Awards, Micah. And internet scores. What did the movie do in pop
1: culture? There was an internet score I saw last week that angered me, but I I kept it under wrap for this week. I will keep uh, keep the
2: awards brief, as they are brief. Academy Award wins. It it, uh, got the special achievement for visual effects. Nominated for Best Original Score, Best Art Direction, Best Sound, Best Sound Effects Editing Grammys, mm. uh, which just happened last yesterday. Nothing. in real life. Nominated for Best Album of uh, uh, Original Score Written for a Motion Picture or a Television Special. Just one nomination. That's it. Mm. No Golden Globes. BAFTAs uh, got the special visual Best v- Special Visual Effects Award, and it was nominated for Best Makeup and Hair best production design, and best sound. Hmm. So only, what was that, two wins for the whole thing?
0: Definitely not as much two as the Two wins previous. for the whole thing.
2: Yeah. And uh, money shows too. So the budget was $32 million, almost double of what Empire had. And yet it made t- more than triple in its opening weekend domestically. It made $23 million Empire made oh, dude, five million dollars its yeah. opening weekend. Box office, uh, it made four hundred seventy-five million. In the long run, it didn't make as much as the other movies. Uh, mm. Empire was five hundred thirty-eight million. Jedi was four seventy-five million. It still made fourteen times its budget, so still a uh, way better than any of the Marvel movies huge, we've ever seen. Yeah, huge <laughs> success. Crazy how uh, even w- the worst of the trilogy, like money-wise. So right. yeah, made and, and, more than anything,
0: and you wonder why the most hype capper trilogy movie made the least amount of money. Like, and and part of that reason is because it was not in theaters as long as, especially a new hope was. A new hope they re they kept re releasing that. In, in fact, yeah, dude, it,
2: yeah, it, like look at this. Great point. The opening weekend was almost nothing compared to what the right. final budget or box office was. It was huge.
0: I mean even now 797 million that's that's a huge number even now. Mm. And I mean they did that with 1970s money which is awesome very very impressive. Most George Lucas George Lucas, what a guy. What a guy, man. He said guy.
1: George Lucifer, didn't you? George <laughs> Lucifer.
0: <laughs> Dang. <laughs> what did this movie do internet score wise?
1: I want to hear what Ethan All right, you ready for then. this? Rotten
0: yeah. Tomatoes critic
2: 83% our lowest bad. yet. Rotten Tomatoes User, 94, our lowest yet. Metacritic uh, critic Score, 58%, eee, our lowest yet.
1: Come on. Metacritic
2: User, an 84, our lowest yet. Letterboxd, 80% of uh, out of five, our lowest yet. IMDb, an 83, our lowest yet. Averaging out to an 80%, which is, say it with me, our, our lowest, lowest yet. yet. <laughs> Crazy. Man. And Hollywood Reporter, Tends to favor these, uh, uh, this opinion.
1: The original three?
2: No, not the original three. Seventh place, guys. Ooh. Hollywood Reporter, uh, under the Last Jedi. Ew. Under Solo. Ooh. Oh. Under Rogue One.
0: Oh. Well, actually,
2: yeah. Well, th- that's top four at that point. Force Awakens, Empire, A New Hope. Uh, oof. Ouch. Fellows, Hollywood is this strikes again? <laughs> Is this in the bottom three? Is Return Uh of the Jedi in the bottom three for Star Wars? Mm, I would say so, according to my The Last Jedi ranking. (laughs) Ouch! I gave this sixth place out of nine when uh, Last Jedi came out. So apparently I was in the same boat.
1: (laughs) Wow. Even though this was my most watched
2: back then. Mike, hmm.
1: I think you just didn't know what you were doing. I think maybe. I was just like, oh,
2: yeah, I forgot about that maybe one. Maybe
1: because you watched this, it so I,
2: th- I think I started off with, okay, yeah, there's the good ones. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the Return of the Jedi's in there. Yeah, And maybe that's where this falls in Legacy. I mean, people don't talk about Return as much. People don't talk about, even with prequels, Attack of the Clones as much. People don't talk about Phantom Menace as much. Revenge gets a lot of attention. The talk is yeah. just Empire, A New Hope, Revenge... And then all the sequels for no reason whatsoever.
1: Stands (laughs) slip in there somewhere too. Yeah, Rogue One is in there a lot. Yep. I think this is just the one. No solo apologists out there? Not really. Not a lot (laughs) of them. Although my
2: aunt has yet
0: to see that movie, and she's the biggest Star Wars fan I know.
1: I mean, clearly not. Listen, I think
0: (laughs) I'm going to make a prediction here. I think
1: we are sleeping on Solo. You think we all are going to like Solo? I I think we're all going to like Solo. I think it will be fine. I I think we're going to like it. I
2: think. My aunt heard what they did with Darth Maul in it, and that was that was it for Rashida woman.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I definitely have my thoughts on that. I know, that's sure. weird. Um I thought it was cool. Now gentlemen, that's time. the internet score though. It's that time don't matter. It's don't time care about that. So a lot of people say this is the worst of the original. Yeah. Let's find out on our end if it is truly the worst of the original
1: three. We're gonna start off with Ethan. What's it gonna be, man? Okay. Coming into this, this one was my favorite growing up. And watching it, everything... Take that off I, the goggles, man. Right, nope. Everything I love about it still stands true. But I think rolling off of A New Hope and rolling off of Empire, this film is lesser from a script standpoint, from a pacing standpoint. Like, I love everything this movie tries to do. I, I wrote in my notes, this movie does a lot of swings. I like all the swings this movie does. Lightsaber swings. I just don't know if it hits everything it's trying to mm. hit from a, from a pacing standpoint and a character standpoint. Mm. Like, I, yeah, it,
2: it the, knew what it was trying to do, but it didn't execute it perfectly. Didn't, didn't it
1: didn't. No, and because <laughs> nice. I feel, I feel a lot of it is like, okay, we want this epic scene to happen here. We want this epic scene to happen here. And I love everything the way it comes together. I just don't think if we are like we're we're watching these movies and we're comparing them, I don't think it's as clean of a movie as those first two. Mm. I do think I still like it the most out of the three. I still think it's my personal favorite, mm. but I cannot reflect that in my score because I don't think it's better mm. than Empire or A New Hope. That's fair. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. That's because, a... like this is a fun movie. Yeah. This is so fun for me and. It just it isn't as smooth. Like it mm-hmm. feels very blocky. It feels like a lot like you feel, yeah, Han's in here because last minute we could add Han. Or Yoda's here because we need a scene with Yoda. And yeah, that scene's great. But like really Yoda's like, Tired I am. Let me die now. Shut up, <laughs> Luke. Yeah. I and mean, he dies. So that is like it's like okay, okay. But then the, the Vader stuff is super good. I just I just think it kind of As a full, clean movie, it's not as clean. Mm. So it is, I would say this is the most fun one. This is my favorite one. It's not the best one. It's not the best one, so I'm going to go 9.4 with this. Just under A New Hope. Still, like, 9.4, that's a great score. It is. just. I need to say, like, why it's not as good as those other two.
0: You have to. It's a comparison game. It for sure is. Micah, I've been really wrestling with this score,
2: and I feel like on a different day a different watch if i were more hyped Hmm. this would have been better than empire Uh, but i didn't want to put it higher than a new hope on a different day i would have given this a 9.6 but i don't believe in this watch through i don't believe that this movie is deserving of a 9.6 in fact based on my criteria of what a movie (laughs) yeah let's dive into this in the nine should be it should be exceptional. It should have many elements that make it stand out from the rest of the herd. And for me, this feels very, yes, there's great elements, but they're independent of each other. Like Ethan was saying, the pacing is weird. The, the uh, It feels blocky. It feels like, all right, they had this area. They, they needed to do the cool Luke stuff on Tatooine. They needed to do the cool stuff in the Death Star. And, uh, like, visually, this movie is perfect. Like, on paper, this should be the greatest Star Wars movie. Right. It has it's everything
1: just, it needs. It's yada yada a little in points.
2: It's just, I don't know. Is it too much? Is it
1: not enough? I think is it, it needed I, to be like 30 minutes longer. I think so. I yeah. think it
2: needed to sit with these characters, it needed to give us more it needed to give us more why right and that's why han solo's rushed that's why padme not padme Padme. Oh, <laughs> well, sure yeah i mean sure yeah the the luke and leia conversation sure padme you that conversation made it work, Micah. yeah i can make that work mm-hmm. that seems like rush the the yoda stuff seems rushed there could have been more training i like how there's no training um I would have liked more mm. and we can only get that in extended universe now. Like that is set in the timeline. That is all we get. And because this movie isn't, it, it's not as magical as a new hope and an empire strikes back. At no point was I like, yeah, that's magical. There were some parts where I was like, oh yeah, that's epic. But then it fell more into the blockbuster territory into the, yeah, this is just, this is a great movie. Like, it's all right. That's why I'm going to give this a very respectable 8.8 out of 10. Mm. Mm. 8.8. It is not quite a 9 for me. It doesn't reach
0: a 9. It's
2: still amazing. And it is almost a 9. It is almost in the territory of, yeah, this is great. I mean, I love this as a kid. It's a very accessible movie. There's a lot of things in it that are great. But ewoks right. they're on the fence right one more scene with them doing stupid ey ewok antics and i would have been out like i was i was on yeah. the fence i didn't emphasize that as much in the podcast because i don't want to you don't want to hurt me i did not want to hurt him <laughs> uh but i feel like there was a lot of just atsts walking around and then doing the same like Whoa. and that was evil that was endor that was that was endor for me hmm. But we've talked about it enough. Did we talk um, about the
1: speeders, though, and the, the speeders. The, that scene is super cool. Yeah. Really good. It, it's cool. It's cool. There's a lot of
2: things in this cool. movie that are
0: just yeah, that was cool. It is cool.
1: That was yeah. cool. I like that. That's a good take. Not yeah, life changing.
0: Not in the nines. Yep. Uh for me, this movie is does better things than the New Hope does. It also does worse things the, the hope, uh, than the New Hope than the New Hope. I would agree. Like, there, a New Hope is somewhere right in the middle. Where it's it's just a better film. It's a it's a better film all the way through. This though has some of the best yeah. moments of the whole Star Wars trilogy that we've seen so far. So I don't it's I, I also struggle with where to put this. Originally I always would have put this in the eights. But upon last rewatch, uh I I just really I've come to really, really have a lot of appreciation for *Return of the Jedi*. My two major gripes are Ewoks and the how samey it feels to *A New Hope*. The plot structure it's is like poetry, very ben. the same. And I it have rhymes. the same complaint <laughs> with *Phantom Menace*, uh, and Force honestly Awakens. *Force Awakens*. Yeah, I, yeah, they, they, they have it's like the same plot structure. Now *Phantom Menace* has, you know, we'll talk about it, but this it feels a lot of recycled ideas and i feel like when george is at his best he is trying to progress the story forward with new and innovative ideas and it's this is full of them it's just there are certain points where the script like we've talked about feels a little like oh well let's do another death star mm-hmm. you know and i think i don't i yeah. don't like when star wars gets samey like that but i do really like all the stuff with vader and luke it's some of the best star wars has ever been So with that, with that being said, I will give this movie also the same score I gave A New Hope, which is a nine, Mm. because A New Hope is a better film, but this this movie does a lot better, and also it does a lot worse. So they fall at the same point. They are both nines. This is the highest I've ever gone with The Turn of the Jedi, though. Mm. I have gone on a, a journey myself with it. This used to be my least favorite one, but... Uh, well, I guess technically my scores kind of reflect that. I don't know. I the, the first three are so good. They're all in the nines for me. So with a nine, an 8.8, and a 9.4. it gives us an average of
2: 9.07. Mm. Wow. Just barely knocks the yeah. nine.
1: Yeah. Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> nice. Coming in third place, though.
2: It is in third
0: place.
1: I would yes. I
0: I am in agreement
1: yes, with this ranking same. so yeah. far. I Think we all are.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. We came we came in uh, around the same general area. Not bad, huh?
1: That, <laughs> same old say. Yeah, yeah. That I like that a lot.
0: <laughs> but next week we have the pre. Oh, oh, wait a minute. We don't have the What's movie. this? What's, What's this? this?
1: Hey, let me just say this, guys. So we we have the Ewok films. We next do week. plural. <laughs> They both are like an hour and a half run time. Caravan oh, of garbage. Let, th- let, me, let me ask you guys this: Do you want to keep the party going and extend this to a two-week Ewok oh, adventure? They're an hour and a half. They are. Can we do both in a week? No, I don't, I want, don't to. want to either. Wow. Because Micah even promised us uh, the star the the holiday special that he so would want to watch the holiday special too. You
0: promised us. You did. <laughs> You did promise
1: us that. I am going
2: down a path I cannot follow. <laughs> so you saying follow? we have to
0: wait two weeks to get to the prequels now?
1: So what, what are we oh, thinking? We don't have oh, to. What have I done? Just, I think, what have I done? Yeah, maybe we don't want to talk about an Ewok film for an hour, but I know for a fact I don't want to cram two into a week either. I don't let's, know, man. Let's vote. What do we think? Listen, whatever
0: you guys want to do. If I can fit them both in on one day. To me, it's more I want to... Get this out of the way. Get, that's that's what I say. Right. I I don't but but I want have to watch movies them just because I want to say I have but watched they,
1: them. Some of our favorite Marvel movies were the ones we just dogged on. Mm-hmm. This would be two weeks of us just having fun we before need some... we get to the divisiveness that is everything else. What that's do we think? True. What do we think? I would say one a week. All Let's right. Let's do one a week. That's fine.
2: Let's do it. So next week, what do we have, guys? Caravan Here. of Courage and Ewok Adventure. Ooh. Release November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four. Just so you guys kind of get the idea of how small this movie was, uh, the budget was one mi- Sorry, three million dollars, mm. and uh, which is triple the holiday special. Just so you guys know. Yes. And the box office. And yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that's the box office. We have no numbers from anything else after this. So yeah. it's uh, Ewok Adventure was three million dollar budget. Battle for Endor was two million dollars. So they're, <laughs> they're like, done. yeah, no. No, nope. we're not dumping three million into it. Right. But you know what's cool is that George Lucas wrote both of these.
0: He did. He has a writing credit for both. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Orchestrated he, he by Peter Ewoks, Bernstein. Man. A lot of people gave him a lot of crap for making Ewoks a thing. And he was like, you know what?
1: I'm a double down on him. I'll, Let's go. I'm tripling down
0: on him. I'm making two more movies. So <laughs> That next week is Caravan of <laughs> Courage and Ewok Adventure. If you're following so, along, you can find us on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus yeah. When yep. we
1: finish those, could we technically throw a return in there and then count those as a trilogy? What do you think? Wow. Can we do that? Ewok um, trilogy.
2: Wait, what's the the
1: trilogy? R- trilogy return. Return and then the two Ewok films. <laughs> <laughs> what a great trilogy! That'd be <laughs> our man. second trilogy. I mean, wow. you made two of them. Why not make one more? Genuinely,
0: like do we know if any main characters show up in these movies yeah i don't know anything so i want to keep it surprised i want to be surprised yeah. if i see it all i know is that there are some acting credits that's all i know all right well we will find out next week
2: Same on caravan of as Courage. we
1: watch the dvd from now-
0: <laughs> oh do they you know, have dvds of this i
2: watched this oh. on vhs from the Ooh, library. Yes. Oh, you've seen this before. That one. I've seen an Ewok adventure.
1: This is. These are both of them. Oh, ah. I've seen Caravan of Courage. The double feature.
2: Because we thought it was cute. Two we were like, I don't
1: want to, guys. I don't want to spoil it. But on the poster, we see Wicket fighting what appears to be a dragon. Guys, this will be a. This will be quite quite the film. Wow. Caravan of Courage. Let's do this. Well, let's do this. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Listen, truly. at
0: least it, it it just can't be as bad as the holiday special. It can't be as bad as that. We'll find out. We will find out next week. For now, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wetzel. This is Micah Ahead. And remember, the
1: force will be with you always.